This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is... You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only, on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome. Oops, a daisy. Hold up. I've just got. We've got a few technical issues. Not with uh, with my feed. Um, we're hoping to get Vicky uh, right on, but she's struggling uh, to get on onto the uh, to thing. And I'm trying to help her out at this as we speak. Anyway, so yeah, here we are. Extra timeline phone in show. It's another. It's another week. It's the same old story again. Three. Three games into the start of the season. It's almost like deja vu from last season. With the exception that we have actually got a... Yeah, scored one goal, um, which was a mishit shot, I should say. And uh, we do have one point. So we are one goal and one point better off than last year. Come on, let's do this. Progress. Oof, pumped up for it. Um, and we've got some fantastic guests. And as I say, we should be having, um, hopefully, um, Vicky Wright that's going to join us, which is uh, Billy Wright's uh, daughter. Uh, she's trying to log in on her phone, but she seems to be having uh, a little bit of technical issues getting on. Uh, but she's going to try a laptop. Um, but we have got um, some fantastic uh, guests um, and pundits already lined up. We've got Josh, Jack. And Craig, Craig, if you remember him, he is the brass band man. Um, Josh is the marching band man. And Jack is just a damn cool man. So, you know, we've got him. And then we might have a bit of Scott, who uh, runs a football team. But we're going to be bringing up first up. Um, it was going to be Vicky. Um, but Vicky hasn't made it on yet. So we're going to go and bring up first young Josh. Hello, Josh. You're right. It's like we could almost be in the same room. Same room got, yeah. you know, I've got my <laughs> conservatory here and you're in your conservatory. This is where YouTube people hang out in the conservatory, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's the right place to be. Absolutely. And how are you? All good. All good, uh, all good. Had a good uh, few weeks, had a good week away and then uh, back for the weekend of football and sport. Absolutely, and and uh, it is. Um, we were just talking about the uh, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium uh, just before 
um, we came on and you, I don't know whether it was you or Jack that said it's like they've dropped a spaceship in the middle of uh, like yeah. a housing estate. Like, yeah, like Jack said, I think it's random how it looks completely out of blue. It was um, Jack, yeah. That it looks random how it's set up. Like, I know the white, old White Hart Lane suited it perfectly. Um, but the new the new stand, you coming up through the housing estates and the couch, you're looking up and thinking, what's that? Oh, no. You've been before that, haven't you? Yeah, so we usually go on the train, but because of the train strikes this weekend, we went on the coach, and when you go on the train, you're coming into White Hart Lane Station. You can see it from about two or three stops away. And you're like, it, it, it absolutely, what's the word, um, takes over the landscape of the area. Absolutely, mate, it really does. And we've already got 78 like watching live in the chat, so please smash a like on the video. And I do want to say, uh, before we get started, a massive big thank you again to Wolf Life, um, because they are powering the uh, the uh, the show, pay for the live stream, which is good. Um, and if you're interested in getting a life insurance quote, they're a local uh Bilston-based company, actually. And there's a link below, and you fill in the form, and you get entered into winning a wolf shirt. So don't miss out on that. Uh, yeah, mate, it's it's always good to have you on, mate. Um, you know, and because you, and, and like you always talk a lot of sense and stuff like that, and you you try to go to most of the uh, yeah. most of the games. And we've got quite a few people already uh, live in the uh, in the thing. So if you do want to get on the uh, on the screen, you're guaranteed to get on if you send a super chat, um, supports the channel. But, um, I will try and pick out some others, some questions as well for the pundits as well. I'll try and keep an eye on that. Just let us know where you're watching in the world, Josh. Um, how did you come away feeling from that game yesterday? Disappointed because I thought, in the grand scheme of things, I thought a nil nil draw would have been been right. It was just that lapse, one little lapse of concentration from um, Nathan Collins, who I thought had been superb all game. And that ball comes into the front post, off the, was it off the corner was it? And they flick it on and it brings the whole defence forward. And he loses his man and Kane nods it in. As but, what uh, Kane does. I mean, that's what he does best, isn't it, Kane? Yeah. He's always there, ready. I thought, I, I have to say, mate, I thought Collins had a fantastic game. Yeah. I thought he had Kane in his pocket, his quality. There's one um, thing I said on my blog, and if you've seen it, but there was a, a ball over the top through, and it looked as if the guy was clean through on goal, and he came uh, across yeah. and got a tackle. Yeah. That was fantastic. A lot yeah. of blocks. But the thing is, in the Premier League, when you're yeah. against world-class strikers, and you, and you have to say Harry Kane is a world-class striker, whether or not he, he he falls over a lot or not, <laughs> he is a world class striker. And you you, you a split second you lose you lose yeah. some of that. They're there, ain't they? They're poachers. Those, those fine margins. Well, that that was the difference, wasn't it? Yeah. You know that that was the difference. They've got a world class striker that, in one moment, is in the right place, and he he, he ain't going to score a much easier goal, and. We can't. We had twenty shots, and I think there was yeah. out of twenty shots. Someone tell me if I'm wrong. I think we had three on target, something like that. I think I'll have a look on the. Uh, I'll have a look on the uh, the old uh, BBC and have a quick look. I think we definitely we definitely had twenty shots, um, and I think we had something like three shots. Here are the stats. 
um, from that game. I'm going to read them to you, Josh. I'm going to read the stats out to you now. Um, so we had, it was 50-50% possession. Uh, they had 11 shots, four on target. We had 20 shots, three on target. Yeah, you need to put them chances away, don't you? Like you said in the Premier League, shots and only three yeah. were on target, and we so, don't yeah. score. We should, we should have, should have put three of them. There's obviously, there's Nunez's header across goal. Um, that was, I, I thought he did. I thought that was yeah. so unlucky. I thought he was a brilliant pick out from Neves. He ghosted in. It was a good header, and if he'd have just been a foot the other side, yeah, it was, it was, the, the keeper's yeah. like not going to get it. Yeah. Or it just nowhere went near it. Nowhere near it. Like those, those fine margins. We just need to get once we get a goal, I think we'll be all right. But it was like a game of two halves again. First half, all over him. Just needed a chance to score and just didn't take it. And then second half, I thought once Moutinho come off the midfield, the, the space is open massively. Once Moutinho come off, I thought. I thought you marshaled the midfield really well up until he, till he come off, and then it just the gaps seemed to be found and gaps were opening, and they were getting through a lot easier. Yeah, I mean that that's the uh, that that's the thing, isn't it, uh, Josh? It's yeah. like the fine margin. But do you not think that we've been saying this now for at least a year, two yeah. years? Yeah. It's, it's we've been saying of you know having the shots not scoring. I mean. I'm taking heart in the positive that we've that they seem to have loosened the pet the pet the the um the purse strings. Obviously, the Fulham game, you know, all the key movers and shakers were in a room together. You had George yeah. Mendes, yeah. you had Chairman Gao, you had Scott Sellers, you got Bruno, you got Jeff Shear, you got the entourage. Lo and behold, straight after that, we've um, you know we've gone and bought Nunes, yeah. who I think is a, a great acquisition. Yeah. Um, and it's great that we also saw um, that Raul came on and I thought yeah. he had a decent cameo. Uh, but he didn't have a shot. No. No, he didn't have any any clear. And there was that one chance where he put it across and it landed. I still don't, I've still not watched Match of the Day back or any highlights to see how close Dendonka was to it. Um, yeah. But it, it looked like he could have just put a toe out and put it in with Dendonka. But it's one of them. It's just still early doors, but you just wanted to see us get a few goals. We do need to see a few goals, don't we? Um, yeah. You know, do you think the goals are going to come? I'm hoping it's like last year was, where we come up to the League Cup game against Forest, put four, four past them, and then once we got that, we started to make a move a bit. I'm hoping we did the same against Preston on Tuesday, yeah. get a few past them, and then take it into the league game against Newcastle. And what sort of team do you think they're going to they're going to um, play against Preston? I think because I'm still with the squad depth, I think it'd be a bit of a mix. I think you'll still see um, one of Collins or Kilman with the likes of um, Tauti or Mascara. Yeah. And possibly. Um, you not think Bolly will play? Uh, I forgot about Bolly, actually. That's a good point. I mean, there That's is rumours that Boris yeah. have offered £1 million pounds Million, for Bolly. Yeah. It's like. That should be interesting. Yeah, it's had a full possibility. I'll buy the Bolly and Tauti then, possibly. And. Um, um, Samado at right back and Bueno at left back, potentially. Uh, who's going to be at left back, did you say? Uh, bueno. Pugo Bueno from the under 23. Who do you think going to be the midfield pairing? Um, possibly Donk, Donk Moutinho and Nunes, maybe. 
or Col- um, Kundal. Yeah, I think he'll play one of the young lads in midfield. Yeah. You might play Matinho again to get him a bit more minutes. Same I thought time. Matinho did really well to do 65 minutes yeah. when he's been injured, and he's 35. That was incredible. And who do you think he's going to play up for his front, front three? Do you think he's going to stick with them so they can try and get some goals? I will say this, that Wolves are crap at scoring, and Preston haven't conceded a goal in five matches. No. <laughs> I didn't realise that until I saw someone put it on the comments. Just yeah, they have not conceded the, uh... a goal. Um, yeah, a lot of nil nils. They don't score much. So we could we could be on to. Did they do? Is it second legs in the league cup, or is it straight to extra time and penalties? Um, I don't think there's a second leg. I think it goes straight. I don't know whether it even goes to extra time. Someone tell me, does it go to extra time on the thing, or is it just straight to penalties? I think it could be straight to penalties. Thinking about it, actually. Because who did we play after Forest last year? That went straight to penalties at home. I'm sure it did. I mean, Dinny Outdoors is one of the international fans says, considering injuries, new system, new players, losing captain, just this team after 10 games. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you've, you've got to do. I mean, the, it was refreshing on the couch. The amount of things you see on social media, it was refreshing on the couch. Literally everybody we were sat by was saying the same thing. You could see there's something there. It's just that final, like I said to you on the other day, it's that final click that's just need that we're just missing. And Cass uh, was... says she's really excited to looking forward to a nil-nil on Tuesday. And of course, talking about goals, I mean, I mean, let's talk through the results today, man. I mean, oh, I mean, the, look Leeds, at the results. Leeds winning three 0 in the end. It was, wasn't it? The, the results today. Um, Leeds have beat Chelsea 3-0. Brighton have beaten West Ham away 2-0. Newcastle and Manchester City 3-3. It's like, what's going on? It's like West Ham, you know, where did they finish last year? Seventh? Uh, Sixth? Sixth No, seventh because they're in the conference. Well, they've played three, lost three. Yeah. No, I mean, um, Chelsea are on four points. Man City have dropped a point. There's only Arsenal that got a 100% record. Yeah, and they've been on fire. They've been brilliant, they have. Pains me to say it. (laughs) Well, we we ain't got to worry about the likes of Arsenal and stuff like that. I mean, from what you've seen, and I know know Craig might have a different view on this when he comes on, Um, what you've seen, are you worried? Are you concerned? Not yet. It's still three three games in. I still think there's games to come where we can pick, pick, get get a few goals and pick up a few points. But at the moment, I'm not worried as yet. I'll give it a few more weeks and see how we fare. But, uh, a few more weeks. I mean, you know, a few more weeks. I mean, what is a few more weeks for you, mate? Um, probably I mean, coming up, probably coming up to the international break in October. So how many games is there there? Uh, about six. Six games. Six games. Let's have a look at the um, the fixtures, shall we, over the next six, uh, over the next... Let's have a look. Right, let's have a look. In fact, I'm going to, I'll go on to the uh, the Wolves app. It's probably better to have a look at it on the actual Wolves app. Yeah. Um, in fact, Newcastle next Sunday. Let's have a look. Wolves official website. Here we go. Um, and then let's go on to uh, men's first team um, and let's have a look. So, 
Um, I'm just going to try and share this. Share screen, share screen. Hopefully that Chrome tab. <laughs> Let's bring this up. Is that coming up okay? Uh, yeah, you can see. Yeah, if you scroll so, down, we'll do it. Fixtures. So we've got Preston. We've got Newcastle at home. Bournemouth away on a Wednesday night, which is really annoying because it would have been a nice bank holiday thing, yeah. you know, and it's the last day of the month, which is a pain for everyone. It's a long way to go. Then we've got Southampton at home. Yeah. We've got Manchester, followed by Manchester City, um, sorry, Liverpool away, Manchester City at home, West Ham away, Chelsea mm. away, Forest at home, Palace away. I mean, looking at that... It's a bit of a tough one. Yeah. Oh, the, the international breaks after Manchester City. So if you're looking at um, Newcastle, Bournemouth, Southampton, Liverpool and City, how many points are we getting out of that? Uh, I'd go seven. Seven points. So go on. Yeah. Where are we getting the points from? Draw at Newcastle. Draw against Newcastle. Yeah. Three points at Bournemouth. Three yeah. points against Southampton. Seven. Okay. I'm going to ask the same question um, as well at some point of um, of everyone else. Um, I mean, I, I, I personally think I've seen some really good positive signs. I said on my, yeah. did you watch my instant reaction after yeah. that? Uh, encouraging. I changed it from frustrating to encouraging because I was frustrated that we didn't score and didn't come away with at least a point. I thought we earned a point. I thought we were, I thought we were absolutely magnificent in the first half. Yeah, for the, the way the ball flowed through midfield and we were going forward. I mean, on, we're on a bit on the couch on the way back. Nunes fitted in like a glove. He he well, first... he did, I thought he did well. Bear in mind, he's only had two days training. Yeah. Guedes has only had a week. Um, you know. So they've still got to learn the system. I thought some of the play um, and how we. I mean, I thought we would have been the home side in the first half. Yeah. So the way the ball moved across midfield and from the full backs down to the wingers, um, I thought, thought it worked. I thought Guedes looked strong. Um, he just needed someone with him. So I thought Pedence had gone missing again. Um, Neto looked a bit on his own, but he was getting getting down the wing here and then. But he was having to deal with Perisic all game. Backed in as like a, a wing back more than a winger. Um, but I thought it flowed and we, we we had our chances. We just didn't, didn't take them. And uh, like you said, they are, we, we need to start taking them, really. But I thought the way we moved the ball, it, it looked promising. It didn't look yeah, as if like, we were a team without ideas. Peter Yam Yam 54 is one of my members. And if you want to become a member, you can do. Um, it's in the... Uh, they've all got the little wolves and they've, we've got a little Discord group. You're on there as well, aren't you, mate? Yeah. Um, yeah. Your support and stuff like that. So, like, um, but he's got a question here. He's he's worried over the manager. Are you uh, are you worried? That did loom in my head last night when I got back. I was thinking, if this sort of run carries on, are they going to be quick to pull the trigger with the players we've now got with the likes of Nunes, keeping Neves, Moutinho's back, Raul's back, um, Guedes looks okay. Um, will Fausen look at pulling the trigger if if it stays as it is? It's 10 games without a win in the Premier League. Yeah. I still Which... think I know people are dragging that from last season, but I think you've still got to take, to take this as the new season. 
I, and yeah, no, I, I agree because we did have a lot of injuries. We faded away and stuff last season. Yeah. And the other thing um, that you have to say is that up until this point, okay, that we had a debate last year about um, Bruno and if Lepetegui was yeah. uh, Lep- was uh, was available, and um, you, you there was a, there, we had a little bit of a debate yeah. about that. But like, this is a new season, and the thing that I, I'd like to think is up until this point and until we see what happens with the rest of the transfer window yeah the focus of the the walls fans frustration and anger has been aimed at scott sellers yeah jeff and the board for basically saying look i don't some people said i don't blame bruno if he doesn't walk he's not been backed yeah you, know, you can't blame the manager he's not been backed now they're starting to give uh, Bruno the tools yeah. to do the job. They're starting yeah. to, to give him the players that he wants. So it'd be interesting to see what happens in the next week yeah. and if they do bring another striker in, which I think they need to. Yeah. And then the focus goes, well, well, they've given the manager the tools. They've given him the players. We've got this squad. The focus then comes more on Bruno and what's he going to yeah. do with that. Yeah, it will. It will. Unfortunately, um, and I was thinking that last night, because when you look at the team now, really... And the formation we're playing and the way we're playing, it now is his team. We can't use that excuse now of it's still not his team because you've got Gredish in, you've got Nunes in, you've got Collins in. That's basically partly a new spine. Yeah. Um, and the way we're playing now is the way he wants to play. So you, that will come into question, I think, over the next few weeks if it doesn't change, unfortunately. Yeah, absolutely. Um <laughs> It is, it is, you know, it is frustrating when we, you go, you've, we've been to 10 games in a row as a Wolves fan mm. at the end of last season, this season. Okay, we do that, that, that nice little break to forget about it. And it, we were never really in any danger last season because we, up until sort of February, we were like, you know, even March, we were still dreaming of getting to, to Europe. Yeah, yeah. It, it, Collins got injured, not Collins, Kilmer got injured. And then, you know, we had injuries and we sort of fell away. Uh, towards the end, but we were always always safe. The yeah. thing is, we started this season um, against Leeds. I thought again in patches we were the better side, and yeah. we didn't take our chances. Against Fulham, we started off like a train, really yeah. good, and we should have won it. And we, yeah. you know, we could have lost it, but we got a point. And you saw what Fulham did yesterday. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, scoring three um, against Brentford, who Brentford, who had gone to United the week before and won four nil. Yeah, and then um, against Tottenham, who, you know, I've I've got them as an outside bet to win the title. I have Tottenham with yeah, the contact. And, and I know it sounds daft, but they've got a great manager. They've you know and stuff like that. And we made them look ordinary for the yeah. first half, yeah. and we weren't out of it in the second half. So we looked magnificent at times. We looked like a top six side. Yeah. Um, and we just can't... The one thing that makes the difference at Premier League level, you can play all the lovely football in the middle of the park and do all the... They're not, if you don't finish it in the 18-yard box of both... If you look at the 18-yard box of both um, teams, Kane scores, we don't. Yeah. Um, you know, we got into position, scuffing the shot. We're just hitting it past the post. Free kicks just go wide. The, I mean, that run from Raul, where he, he, he ran and the ball sort of fell, but it just 
didn't fall to one of our players. Is that because they're not in the right place or we got yeah. they, they got lucky? We just needed a little bit of luck. Um, and it was just so frustrating. Mate, um, what, what moment of the day for you? Um, it's got to be because um, we took our neighbour. He's only 15. And um, it's his first away, first away day. So we took him, took him with us. And he um, was excited on the way down and uh, he was looking forward to it. And to be fair, like my dad said to his to his dad saying, we're spoiling him here, taking him to Spurs away. It's his first away day. And um, we got him in there because we got him before two hours before kickoff with the coach getting there. So um, once we, my dad and we had our hot dog, we said, let's go and take him in whilst it's still empty so we can see what it looks like at its full full um, appearance and when he went to you could see he said he was impressed with the ground and everything for his first away day the atmosphere that we had as well on the coach and in the game he really enjoyed Who did you travel one. with mate? Uh, we went with Hatherton this time so we usually go with Hatherton but I know for um, Leeds we could, couldn't get on really struggled to get a ticket for the coach we went with Tata for Leeds and then Hatherton for um, Spurs yesterday uh, I take it you're going on Tuesday Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday, going Tuesday. Yeah, I got the tickets for that. And, uh, Are you going to Bournemouth? Can't get to Bournemouth. It's going to be a bit of a nightmare for bit everyone. Of a nightmare to get down to that one. You're going to Liverpool? Liverpool, we're getting the tickets for that one. So we'll, uh, we should be going there for that. So Fantastic, mate. Um, and your man of the match yesterday? Man of the match has got to be. I'll probably, I'm trying to go for the team now. Um... I, I, I want to say Collins. I know it was his, he, he left his man, but I think Collins had a brilliant game all game. Um, he didn't put a foot wrong until that goal. And even after the goal, he still kept going. So I'd have to, I'd have to give it to Collins. Collins, yeah, I thought he did do really well, to be fair. And what did you give your performance rating? Performance rating, I'd probably give it a six again. Six. A, a, a six. Okay. Yeah. And... Um, What's your favourite? This is the question tonight. Your favourite flavour of ice cream? It's got to be mint choc chip. Mm-hmm. See, mint, mint choc chip is nice. I'm not yeah. going to give you my, I'm going to keep mine to the end because I, I, I was always a mint choc chip, but I, I kind of think I might have a new favourite. Ooh. <laughs> you'll have to, you'll <laughs> have to wait and see what that is, man. Uh, I'm telling you. Um, okay. So, I mean, Looking ahead uh, to Newcastle next week um, after today, you think we'll we might get a point? You're not confident about anything else? Just the way they played today, they look quite confident. And so the only thing that's sticking in my mind is that they that was their game for the next few weeks where they've spent spent a bit of energy on it and we yeah. could possibly nick something, but I'll, I'll take a draw against them because they're, they're a solid team and they've been playing all right at the moment. So... And they played brilliant against City today, to be fair to him. So, I'll, I'll take a draw. Fair enough, mate. Absolutely fair enough. It's an absolute pleasure, as always, having you on, mate. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, no, let's hope. Um, let's hope that um, we can get back to the final yep. question before you go. Striker, who, who do you want to bring in? I was on about this in the pub last night with my one friend. And obviously, all the links are going around at the moment with... Um, with Ramos. But one name I'd like to see us go for, and it's been mentioned before, and I think you mentioned him last week, because I think he'd bully the Premier League defenders like he's doing in the Championship. It'd be um, Ben Berriton, a.k.a. Ben Berriton diaz From Blackburn? Yeah. How's he started the season? 
Um, I'm not sure, actually, now I've said that. <laughs> I'm not sure. I know his record in the Championship the last few seasons has been good, and I know he's quite a strong and has a bit of a presence about him up front, but I'd quite like to see... Yeah, I'd say I'd love, I'd love Ivan Tony. I would. Yeah. I, I think I, you know. I think he's. I mean, we probably won't think about it, but like, I think he'd do so so well in our team. Um, yeah. He's just quick, good in the air, strong. He, the goal he scores against Fulham. He, I, I just yeah. think he would feed off. Uh, I know. I, I wouldn't mind Ramos either, and I yeah. want to flip it thing, but I can't, we can't rely on Raúl anymore. No. No, he's, uh, he's what, 31, know. 32 now, so... I think he's, you know, what he, he, you know, we hope that he comes back and he is the role that he is. We've been saying that for two years and I think the pressure needs to be taken off him. And with five subs, you need another option anyway. Yeah. So, um, we definitely need to think. I think Fabio's doing really well abroad in Anderlecht and he'll come good for us next season. But, like, you know, we've got to go in and they've got... They've got if, they, if they go in and get the striker... And they've got one thing. The onus is then on Bruno. Um, yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. He's gone all in on the back four. Anyway, thanks ever so much, Josh. Brilliant. Much appreciated. Brilliant. Thank you very much for having me on. See you on the next one. Cheers, Dave. Cheers, bye. So that's um, Josh with his thoughts. Because we want to talk about... Um, what I wanted to mention, um, whilst we've got it on, about the Billy Wright story, um, which... Um, she's um, there. You go. So she's got the Billy Wright story at Cannock, and she was going to go. It's about her dad's life and stuff, and she was going to come and talk about that as well as watching the match yesterday. So hopefully she'll get on. Um, but we're going. That's it. Uh, the Prince of Wales in Cannock. Um, so uh, there's, I think there's already over half the seats already sold. So um, I'm just waiting on her for to, to type, and she's gone stop typing again. Anyway, so we're going to bring Jack on next. Here you are, Jax. Hello, mate. Evening, Dave. And, uh, Evening, everyone. Basically, just to let you know, we've invested in some extra lighting for Jack for this week. Yeah. And your wallpaper is actually quite interesting, Jack. Great, isn't it? Yeah. It's a B&Q special. B&Q so, special, because we do like our wallpaper. Yeah. Over here on the channel. Again, you would have been, I mean, you hardly ever miss a game. Jack, to be no, fair, no, do you? I, mean? I, try, I try not to, yeah. But, uh, and how's your health at the moment? All good, all good at the minute, yeah. So it was, it was a long day yesterday, to be fair, but because uh, obviously the boxing was on afterwards, wasn't it? So stayed out at the pub to watch that. So it was, it was a long old day, but um, yeah, it was good. It was good. So yeah. Yeah, well, Vicky's just sent a message. She says, going to give up, been trying. I don't know what else to do. So sorry. Um, right. So, Jack. Long day, you're not wrong. Who did you go travel down with? Uh, we were with the official official wolves, so we went from from Molyneux, uh, eight o'clock in the morning. So, yeah, oh, you went uh, from Molyneux on the official yeah. wolves coaches for that. Yeah. And did they have a stop off on the way? No, straight there. I think we got there just after 11. So, because obviously, half 12 kickoff is not a lot of time before the game, is there? So, yeah, straight in, really. But, um, yeah, oh, yeah so you basically got there in the nick of time. So, yeah. My, my day and our day was uh, me and the producer set off about half six. Then we went to pick my dad up for his first away game since the 1950s because his dad was a Spurs fan and he'd been saying the last two or three years, oh, can I go? And a friend of mine who's on holiday had a ticket. So we took him. He loved it. Um, now he wants to go to Maud and he's 85. 
Um, and we got, we went down. We had a we had a, like a little picnic at the back of the car in the sandwich box. We had about a twenty minute walk to the stadium. Uh, had a bit of a walk around as you do. I met up with Chris Cowlin, who's a, a Tottenham YouTuber. Did something on his channel. Um, got in, and obviously it was brilliant, wasn't it? The first half. Um, said at half time on my match vlog, if, if we don't take our chances, we know what's going to happen. And it it happened again. I mean, could, could, I mean, what were you saying at half time to your to your friends? Exactly that. We were saying this is this is as good as we've seen in a long, long time. But we need to take the advantage of our dominance. If you watch other sports, rugby is a really good example of this. The best teams, when they have territory and possession, they turn it into points every single time. Yeah. You, you watch New Zealand, South Africa, whenever they get into the opposition area, they get something penalty, try, whatever it is. We just don't do that. We have spells of great possession. Leeds was the same 20, 25 minutes. They couldn't get the ball off us. Yeah. We had two, three shots in that time, and that was it. Yeah. Yesterday, first half, Tottenham couldn't get near us. You know, we dominated the game, we controlled it, we moved the ball beautifully, great tempo, great rhythm to the play. Their goalkeeper didn't have a save to make, did he? And that, and that's that's the real frustration. We're talking about yes, we need a strike, of course we do, but it's chance creation more than chance conversion that we're struggling with. You know, it's not it's not as if yesterday, if we'd have had a striker, we'd have won the game because we didn't create enough chances for that striker to have scored. It's just whenever we get near the edge of the box or into the box, we just seem to run out of ideas. There just doesn't seem to be any confidence. I will say the one thing that was a real positive on that front yesterday was Guedes, because there were two or three times where he got into that position and he had a shot. Now, OK, they both went wide or sort of dribbled back to the goalkeeper, but he'll score goals doing that this season. We've talked about it when he was linked to sign, wasn't he? We said he gets the shots away early. And that's how you catch goalkeepers. You had that one just just flash past the post, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that, like I said, that was one one positive really going forward. If we can have these spells of dominance in terms of territory, if we can get someone like Guedes or, or a new centre forward that can create these chances, we'll be fine. It's not necessarily converting chances. The Leeds game was because we missed two really good chances in that game, and it cost us. Fulham and, and yesterday wasn't missing chances that cost us. It just we didn't create enough chances to well, begin Clint with. Well, Clint says we only created half chances. I, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I, I don't. I can't, I can't think of a chance where you think we've got to score that. I can't think of one way. I mean, there was the Neves free kick that went wide, wasn't there? The, the Nunes header that went just past the post. They're, they're good chances, but they're not guilt edged where you think that's got to go in. If they're going great, and, and you've, you've got you've got your reward for your possession and your dominance, but we didn't create a chance where you think that's got to go in. Whereas you look at the goal that Tottenham scored, Kane has to score that goal, doesn't he? In the position, well, yeah, he's in. Yeah, I mean, you, you do well to miss it. Yeah, Man, you yeah. Can't, we can't miss from there. Oh, well, well, I've mean, seen people that's miss it, from there. Yeah. Like... That's it. But how many how many chances have we had this season like that where we can't miss? You know, all the chances we have, it, it's a tight angle or it's a bit far out or. The, the ball just doesn't sit right or the, the pass is a bit over hit or under hit. We just don't seem to be able to create that golden opportunity to break the deadlock. And you know, and we did it at Leeds, didn't we, with, with a bit of a scruffy goal. And then we I mean, the, the one goal one that we have scored was a miss it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you know, and sometimes that's kind of what you need. If you think back to last year, I mean, it's almost like Grand Dog Day. We, we started similarly last year. We were playing good football and not getting the rewards that we probably deserved. 
and we were down low in the table. We went to Watford, fourth, fifth game, scored a, an own goal and, and, a, and a bit of a tapping from, from Wang Chan, didn't we? And we won 2-0 yeah, yeah. and we're all going, yeah. this is great. And sometimes it's not about smashing one in from 25 yards or a brilliant 20-pass team move that gets you the goal. It's just a bounce of the ball or it's a deflection or, or, or an own goal that just gets your season up and running. It just doesn't feel like we've, we've had that at the minute yet. I mean, if you look at the, the Leeds-Chelsea game today, the, the first goal that Leeds get when the goalkeeper's trying to dribble the ball, trips over his own feet and leaves an open goal. When does that happen to us? It, it just doesn't... You know, do you know, And we just need something just to go for us. And like I said, I think Guedes will help in that sense. And I think if we can get a striker in that can hold the ball and bring others into play and run the channels a little bit, that will help in terms of getting us up the pitch. But we just need to create more chances. Yes, we need to take chances when we get them. But we need when you to say create more. more chances, because we did have 20 shots, you mean create clear-cut chances? Like, like actual, chances, yeah. you know, not quarter chances, not half chances. And we will score the odd half, half chance. But you mean get into a position like you see a lot of the teams do. They carve a team open and, you you know, nine times out of ten, you're scoring that goal, that type of chance. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's good opportunities, isn't it? I mean, if you think back to, to the Fulham game last week, we had lots and lots of really nice, inter, intricate interplay, but struggled to really test their goalkeeper. The best chance that they had was the penalty. It was just a ball through the middle, just one ball through the middle, nothing complicated or anything like that. Just one ball into the right area. The player made the run, and all of a sudden, Aitner is the wrong side and brings him down, and it's a penalty. That's the kind of thing we need to do. It's okay, nice passing and, and the rhythm was great yesterday and the tempo, but you've then got to create it and turn it into those opportunities. And if you're like the coach, um, and I'm sure Scott, when he comes on, because he's like a manager of about seven teams and the chairman and and probably he's also like in charge of transfers and everything as well. Um, but like when he comes on, I'm sure they have an opinion on this. But if you're Bruno Large and you're the coaching team, what are you doing to fix that? Because it's all right us turning around and saying, we're having all this nice play, we're getting some good stuff, but we're not creating the clear chances. Why aren't we creating the clear chances? What's the what 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 is it? Is it because we haven't got that that man up front like a, a key number nine? Is that the reason? I, th- I think that's a big part of it. I think what we need is someone that's just going to hold the ball and get everyone else 10, 15 yards further up the pitch. What's going to help us, and, and we saw this yesterday, Kilman and Collins bringing the ball out from the back. That's yeah. going to be really helpful because that will push your midfield 20, 30 yards up the pitch. They don't need to drop into centre half to collect the ball. They'll bring it out to them. That will help. I think yeah. Guedes, I think if Neto can find a bit of form, he's been been well off the pace in the last Do you think that Neto was kind of almost playing as a wing-back yesterday? I think he was, but I think that's Tottenham specific. I think that's Perisic more than a general. Yeah. It, it, you know, when we play Bournemouth, Southampton, with the greatest respects to those teams, I don't think he has to do that as much. When you're playing Tottenham and they've got Perisic and, and Son on that side and Kulisevsky coming across and switching at times, you do need your wingers to drop in and do that job. And Johnny had to do a lot of covering inside that, that sort of almost like a, a right centre-half, didn't he, at times. I think that's why he struggled second half. He was just exhausted, I think. But I do think we're we're on the right track with this the new system, and I think Nunes again, not outstanding, but you saw enough to say this guy's going to be a really good player. And and again, him bringing the ball forward, we just need to bring the ball forward a little bit. We're almost starting our attacks 10, 15, 20 yards, 
too deep. We're giving the opposition defenders just a little bit too long to get in position, a little bit too long to get their shape and get organised. If we could just start our attacks a little bit further with a little bit more tempo, a little bit more aggression, a little bit more pace, I think we'll be all right. If you look at Newcastle today, for example, they've gone up against the best team in the country and they've frightened them because they've attacked with aggression and with pace and with purpose. And that's not quite what we do at the minute. It's very, very intricate, very, very precise and accurate what we do. But it lacks a little bit of viciousness at times, if, if I can use that word. We, we, we don't frighten teams. Teams are probably quite comfortable defending against us. You know, they, they know we've got good players. position to be in. We'd want them to feel uncomfortable. We want yeah. them to feel that when we lose possession, we want them to be under pressure to get the ball back straight away. We want them to... We, we don't. I mean, we play some great football and we get into some decent positions, but the final ball and everything seems to not quite be be right. And I think, you know, I, I, I'm with. I'm kind of on the the point where, from what I saw yesterday and what I've seen in the last couple of games, I'm excited by the potential that we can explode. It'll click, and we'll start. Put, but we just seem to be that one piece of the jigsaw, just always one piece of the jigsaw away. I think Nunes, you can see what he brings to the team. And he's only had two days. So he's only going to just make us stronger. I thought the midfield, I thought, I actually thought when Matinho off, went off yesterday, it changed. I know that Tottenham Thanks came again. out, the, the uh, which you'd expect a reaction at the start of the second half. We kind of weathered that to a point. But when Matinho went off, because he obviously his legs went... We never really um, got control back, did we? No, and, and I think, again, hindsight is, is great, isn't it? But for me, that the change at that point was Kundal because I think he's much more suited to that Moutinho role than what Dendonk... Dendonk he is a different type of midfielder, isn't he, Dendonk? He's, he, he's, he's tall and he can, he can break the lines and bring the ball and, and make those runs. He made a really good run, actually, for the Jimenez sort of chance, but the ball just didn't break for him. But Kundal would have been more suited to doing what Matinho was doing, just recycling the ball and just picking up those five, ten-yard passes from, from Neves and Nunes and just spraying it a little bit, you know, not not sort of breaking the lines and sort of the diagonals. That's not Kundal's game. That's not Matinho's game either. But I just think we perhaps needed to just make that like-for-like like change rather than just bring on our most experienced player and, and change how we played a little bit. That didn't really and is help that us. The man, is that the manager's fault in terms of the tactics? I mean... You know, I'm going to ask the question just because we've gone 10 games without a win. Things are changing. You know, we've, we've scored one goal, which was a miss it. Um, the, the board is starting to back. Where are you with, I mean, with I know where I am at the moment. Where are you with Bruno? Do you think, you know, how long do you think he, a manager can get without winning a game of football in the Premier League before that, you know, they start to think, oh, hold on a minute. How long's he got? it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because we've been saying for a long time, he needs to be able to bring his own players in, change to play his own system and, and, and do things his way. And then we can judge him. Well, now we've got that opportunity, but it's how long do you give him before you go, actually, it's not working. Because there's an argument to say, well, actually, now you've got Nunes and Guedes and potentially a striker like Ramos or someone coming in. If there's a better manager than Bruno out there, they're going to get far more out of this group of players. So if Bruno isn't producing the results in five, six, seven games' time, 
then there's an argument to make the change then. I, I said to you at the end of last season, the time to make the change was the summer. If they weren't going to back him completely, move him on, bring someone well, in. This is what we said, wasn't it? If they're yeah. going to keep him, they've got to back him. Yeah. And they, they kind of are backing him now. What we could have done with these players three weeks ago. There, there's an argument. But what I'd say is, in terms of bringing players in, we've waited to get Nunes and it's paid off because he's come. Yeah, they could, they could, they could have waited. They could have gone to the start of August and gone. Oh, he's not going to come in. We'll go and sign someone else instead. Well, he was, only, he was waiting for. I think there was something that they gave him till the fifteenth. If someone was going to come in with Champions League, and then if not, he'd come to Wolves, wasn't he? And then it said that Bruno went over there. Obviously, they've they've got him and he's here now. When I mean, when he came in as well, the words what he. It's interesting when he came. His words, what he said. There's a lot of players that come in like I'm, you know, fantastic playing for this club, his words were, this is a, a the good step, the next step in my career. It, it was like, I've come, I'm in the, I want to play in the Premier League. But you can see his aspirations ultimately is to be playing in the Champions League um, every year and stuff. That's where he sees himself. But he has signed a five-year contract with a, a year option. So Wolves, you know, he'll be settled at Wolves for at least the next couple of years. Uh, and he hoped that some, he's one of these players that can drive us on. I think it's also a big thing uh, for Neves as well, keeping Neves. That I think that Neves has obviously must have spoken to Bruno and the board because he could have gone and obviously it hasn't happened. But like he probably wants them to show ambition to back his ambition. So bringing Nunes in as well and what the and Geddes and stuff like that, especially now he's effectively club captain is key to keeping the likes of Neves for another year, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. And I, and I think, like we've said, that we're, me and my friends, we kind of said we're probably 10 out of 11 there in terms of the team. We're just missing that that striker. Sar's a great goalkeeper. The back four were great yesterday. That midfield three, Nunes, Neves, Matinho, not many better in the whole division. No, I don't think there's much better midfield. There's hardly any better midfields in 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 the in in the world with those three in the middle. I mean, they're an international. You know, you could say they could be the the, the Portuguese international midfield potentially. The three of them. I know they've got sort of a few couple of other players, but they're all Portuguese internationals in the middle of the park. You know, I mean, who, who, who are we going to support at the World Cup? Because half our players are going to be playing for Portugal, aren't they? So, well, obviously yeah. England, but then we'll all, we'll always have a nice, um, we'll yeah. always have, a, we'll always have a good eye out on uh, our Absolutely. boys playing for Portugal. But I, I do think we're just missing that that central striker, that that guy who can hold the ball up and just reduce those number of passes. Because again, yesterday we get to the the apex of the box or to the byline, and it's three passes to get it into position. You get a striker and hold the ball up, it becomes two. Into him, and- back out, shot away. And then that, that that speed of the pass then into the shot is a lot quicker. The defenders don't got, get set. We have got the players, and this, we've got the players in, in all over the park that can open up uh, any defence. Um, to be fair, if we've seen it in some of the preseason, some of the the intricate balls. I mean, the thing is, do you think obviously losing uh, Morgan has uh, cost us a little bit in that because he plays some of those little that, that balls slightly different. Um, and what do you think about the sale of Morgan Gibbs White and the timing of it after we bought Nunes? I think if they'd have done it before Nunes, there would have been a bit of a thing afterwards. Everyone seems to have gone, well, okay, fair enough. I, I think that's right, isn't it? And again, I think if you look at it in terms of the sale of Gibbs White has funded the signing of Nunes, I don't think any Wolf, uh, Wolves fan 
would disagree with that or be unhappy about that. And I think with Gibbs White, I think if you were to write down your best Wolves eleven at the minute on paper, I don't think he gets in. He's a great player to have on the bench and in the squad. And if we get injuries and rotation, I'll get that. He's going to be a really good player, I think, in two, three years' time. But right now, he wasn't a key. He wasn't a Neves, was he? You know, we wanted to keep Neves at all costs if we could this summer. Neves and Neto. You'd rather sell Morgan, Morgan over that. I, I, I think, to be honest, if you take, if you're thinking of, you've, we've sold a player for upwards of forty-two point five million, who's unproven in the Premier League, um, played in the Championship, and it's like, and you, there's other players that have gone that are proven Premier League players. Uh, I know it's twenty-five million plus. There's about ten million definite add-ons, and then there's about seven million on top, which are possible add-ons. But it's good money. Now the thing is, has he come in to fund Nunes, or has it, or has the money to fund the striker? Well, I guess we won't know, will we? As as fans, that'll just kind of become apparent as the players out. Whether we do splash out on a new striker, whether it's a loan to buy or whether it's a straight loan. I mean, we don't tend to do the just straight loans, do we? As a club, it tends to be if we loan a player, there's an option in there to make it permanent if we like the player. So whether we can do that with someone like Ramos at Benfica or Evan Ilsen at Porto, so we get them in for a year. And Who then... would you have out the two? Out of, out of the two, I'd probably... I've, I've only seen little bits of both of them, to be fair, so it, it's difficult. But I'd, I'd probably go Evan Ilsen. I think he's just a little bit further on in his development. But I do think Ramos is going to be a really good player. The player that I'd like us to go all out for and get is Brozier at Chelsea, who was at Southampton last year. I think he'd be ideal for that that physical, aggressive striker that can hold the ball up and bring our players up towards the edge of the box and just make us a little bit more aggressive in attack. I think he's the kind of player that we need. Whether we can get him, I don't know. Whether whether Chelsea are going to keep him, because obviously they've sold Lukaku and Werner, haven't they, this summer. Whether they think he's part of their plans. it's Again, it's probably one that's going to go right to the deadline, isn't it? And he's probably, along with Conor Gallagher, for example, at Chelsea, only going to become available at the very, very end of the window when they've got their squad settled. And they're like, right, this is who we've got. So now you, you and you, we can move you on. So whether we just keep our powder dry until the end of the window and end up with a really good player, or like we said earlier, do you go now and strike and get the best one that's available now? Or do you say, actually, our number one target is this guy. And if we have to wait till the 31st of August, then we'll wait. That's the big issue that Wolves have got at the minute, isn't it? Because we'd all love, really love a striker in for next week, wouldn't we, for the Newcastle game? But if the best option out there isn't available till after that, do they wait and potentially drop more points? Or do they just go and get someone that's available now to make an instant impact and potentially miss out on a better player a week down the line? I don't know what they're going to do. Well, I think someone will come in. Uh, Jack, um, your moment of the day? Um, I'm going to pick a one that happened on the pitch. There was a, a pass from Saar into Collins. It was literally first five, ten minutes. And it, he really struck it into him. And you could see Kane and Son closing in. You thought, there's trouble here. But Collins just waltzed past them, little step over, and just pinged the ball down the line casually. And I think that's so crucial to what we're going to do going forward in terms of the, the, the back four particularly. But the two centre-halves now we've got in Collins and Kilman are so good on the ball that they're going to be able to just drag the whole team further up the pitch. You saw that with that just that little moment there where instead of having to go back to Sarah and maybe put it out for throwing or do it himself and just boot it into the stands, he actually said, no, bring it on. Yep, yeah, you can come and press me. I'm going to go past you. I'm going to start an attack. 
And I think that's real indicator for me of, of what we're going to try and do going forward. And I, I'm really looking forward to seeing that develop. I mean, they're both very, very young as well, aren't they? Kel- well, Kel- I mean, Collins. they could form a fantastic... Def- I mean, Bruno's gone all in on the back four because obviously Cody's gone to Everton. So, you know, he's gone. He's literally gone all in uh, on the back four. So, and Kilman and, Co- uh, Kilman and Collins look... They look amazing for such young lads as central defenders, and defenders tend to mature a little bit later. So, I think they're going to be the central two for a, a long, long time for uh, for Wolves. Uh, your uh, player of the match, man of the match, man of the match. I'm, I'm going to go with Matinho yeah. because I thought he was he was really good when he was on, and the, the team lost all its shape and structure when he went off. So I think he was the, the sort of the main factor in why we were so good when he was on the pitch. So I'm going to pick him as man of the match for that reason. I think he had the biggest impact on how well we were playing and we missed him badly when he, when he went off. A performance rating, I'm, I'm going to go with a seven. I thought there was, again, there were some really nice bits to see. I mean, I think you've, sometimes you've got to give credit to the opposition. I thought Tottenham changed it round, whether Conte gave them a rocket at half-time, more than likely. But they were very, very good second half. As good as we were first half, they were good second half. Yeah. And so it, it was difficult to kind of for us to maintain the standards that we'd set against a team that had just stepped up a gear. And we know with these teams, the Tottenham's, the Arsenal's, the Liverpool's, the Manchester City's, they've always got the extra gear to go. When you think, we're all right here, we're doing well against these, bang, step it up and they'll take it away from you. And that's what Tottenham did, to be fair. Second half, they were they were better than we were in the same way that we were better than them first half. So I think, you know, seven is about right. I think we were very good first half. Second half was a bit more of a struggle. You know, we, we weathered storms at times. The goal came at a really bad time, didn't it? Was it 64 minutes? So, what have you got 25 minutes left, something like that? So, it's almost banging the set, middle of the half, isn't it? And all of a sudden, you've only got 25 minutes to get yourself back into the game when you've been struggling to get in front in the first place. So, um, so yeah, I'm going to go with a seven. Yeah, well, Graham says, Tony Cascarino and Talk Sports and Wolves are the best team I've ever seen that can't, uh, that can't score. And Santino, I don't know what worry means, uh, what worry he's watching. We are the new Burnley, solid defensively, but can't score goals. I ain't being funny, mate, but like Burnley don't play football like what we play football. Um, and I don't, and I think they actually um, conceded a damn sight more goals than what we did last year as well. To be fair, um, so yeah, um, favourite flavour of ice cream, Jack. I've seen a couple of people mention it in the co- uh, comments. Rum and raisin. You can't always get it. It's a bit of a speciality flavour, but it's very, very good. So I'm going to go with that one. Rum and raisin. Absolutely fantastic. Jack, as always, lots of uh, of common sense. We always love your contributions on the channel. If you've enjoyed Jack's uh, contribution, please smash a like on the video. Leave a comment in the the comment section below and uh, leave your questions. Because we've got another one coming up, which is going to be very interesting. Jack, thank you so much, mate. No problem. Thank you. Cheers, everyone. See you on the next one, pal. So that's Jack. And just before we go on to the next one, I just want to make everyone aware of something really good that you need to check out, uh, to be fair. So I'm going to just uh, share this with you. Um, Actually, I'll bring on our next guest first. Um, Where is he? Craig. Hi, Craig. Hello, Dave. How are you? I'm good. Just hold there a second, because I'm just going to share this with everyone, and um, I want you to, uh, I want everyone just to be aware of this. So we've got a fantastic uh, website, which is um, 
alwayswolves.co.uk. It's a brilliant website. And if you can look down the, the left-hand side, we've got a match report here. Uh, and this comes after every game as well as the things. We've got a match report from Dave Porter. We've got also, um, which is coming out, which has come out today, six things we learned from Spurs. This was done by um, by James Haller. Incredible recruitment, need of a striker, wonder kid from Porto, consistency is key, positive formation, aging like a fine wine. Uh, some brilliant reading. Um, and then we've got uh, player ratings. Uh, this has been done uh, by... Who's this one been done by? It's been done by Nick Park. So it's, it, player ratings are, is on there as well. And... Um, We've got the international fan and we've got a really good article coming out tomorrow, which is all about strikers Wolves could potentially go for. So what I would suggest is everyone make sure that you bookmark the alwayswolves.co.uk website. We've put a lot of effort into it and we've got some great writers um, and you've got regular content every single day, apart from obviously on the YouTube channel as well. So I don't know if you've had a chance to read any of that, Craig. Not yet, no, Dave. Um, and happy new Premier League season to you and everybody else. Well, you've got a beautiful house, Craig. I mean, you know, I can see like you've got your in piano in the background and there. Stoneway. And my Stoneway, my grand piano as well. Yeah. Like, you're it's so a, musical. You can play grand day. piano. <laughs> you know, you play the tuba. Yeah, I do. Know. And the organ. So I'm, I'm and an you play the organ. Yeah, 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 I'm afraid so. And uh, Adrian already wants you to play a tune. He remembers you. Um, I will play a tune uh, when Wolves scored 10 goals. Okay? Mate, so that'll be next season then, eh? No, well, well, it depends. I think I think uh, that the fact that, that we've been the best team for five sessions out of six sessions this season by a, by, by a long chalk, and we've scored um, just one goal. Uh, and it's a simple thing uh, for me. Jack, Jack touched on it, uh, but but not the way that I that I read the game. He's on about a striker holding a ball up, and you can't do that in the Premier League, Dave, because defenders uh, are, are far too good. Uh, you know, issue is uh, speed, uh, speed of ball, speed of shots. Uh, I forward want to take more than one touch. Every single time. Uh, if you remember the ball th through to Ryan, uh, when he went through, great football. And he wanted to take that, that you know, extra touch. And the defenders come, come, come you know, st straight through him. Uh, and, and um, you know, no um, goal again. And we, we, we just seemed to me, I remember a few years back, uh, when George Graham's Arsenal, they played some amazing football. And they couldn't score goals. And they always wanted that, you know, extra touch. And they wanted to walk the ball into the net. And we seem to be doing that, the, you know, that um, um, same thing at the moment. And that's confidence. And our, and our strikers need to go back to, to instinct. Uh, Pedence is, is, is a nightmare for me. He's got so much skill. He's, he's an amazing player, but he always wants to take that one extra touch, which, which, which takes him away. Do you think he's been, because, but he is having to play out of position. He's not a natural striker, is he? No, no, absolutely not. But but he but, but he still wants to take that extra touch. Where where I mean the the changing the game yesterday for me 
was it was it was it was it that we we absolutely bullied Spurs uh, first half. We 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 sort of played them off the park, um, and 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 they are mighty to to uh, to finish top four Spurs this season. Oh yeah, and me. And, and well, we murdered them. Too. Yeah, and we murdered them. And yet the second half, Dave, the only difference was with their, their speed of play and their speed of movement. And it's all about pace. I have and to we, agree. Uh, uh, and we we just want to take that that extra touch, and we lose uh, an opportunity because because we take one or two seconds to get that ball through. Four times um, in the first half, I said said to said to my wife, there were four through balls from Wolves, and I said that is so good to see because there was absolutely none of that last year, last season. And we had four four really really quick uh, through balls, and we did nothing with it. Um, and Guedes, I mean, uh, there was a uh, pass from the uh, right right hand side, um, Neto, and, it, and it, it, that ball was literally three inches too far behind him for him to get that you know shot off. Um, so for me, it's about speed, but I am very very concerned, Dave, because. Well, I saw him put in the uh, in the members chat. I mean, yeah. you know, Craig. I think it was that's why I said like. Obviously, you got a few words. I mean, what 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 you what were you saying? The the uh, when you lose twelve out of the last last fifteen, that's that starts to get to your headspace, and and we can see uh, this. I mean, our back four yesterday was superb. Um, absolutely, those are two. Uh, Centre halves, we're just immaculate. You know, you can you can moan about Collins losing um, Kane for that uh, goal, but he's a he's a world class striker, Dave, and he's going to do that at least once a game. And he did it. He yeah, went, it was the. I mean, now it's a bit it's a bit old, isn't it? The near post flick on, you don't see that much off. We that should not have been. Allowed to have even been flicked on in the first. It was it was eight Norrie that should have been first to that ball. Absolutely. And then Kilman, uh, uh, Collins is following the fly to the ball, um, and he gets caught by the flick on. Yeah, and um, and obviously Kane does what Kane does. He, he split second bang, and he like you say he's a world class striker, and he's not a world class striker with the, you know the scoring record that he's got. Records everywhere. He, he scores goals like that against everyone, Absolutely. whatever the level of opposition, because he's just world class. He's a world class diver as well, but he is a world class uh, finisher. Yeah, but I mean, if, if you you can you can think, if you were a, a back eight, you'd be you'd be you'd be worried sick about making any errors because if yeah. you're going to make an error, we're going to lose the game. Because because we we just, we, we have uh, absolutely no ability to to create clear uh, clear chances. Do you, do you from... think we have no ability, or do you think we have the ability? We're just not executing because we haven't got the that central striker type person that. Oh, like what Jack says, I get where he's coming from because if you've got someone that can hold the ball and then bring the others in around that can. Keep the ball if it keeps coming. You've got that one person that can link everything up, and it's like that's what the number nine does, isn't it? It's the movement, though, were Dave. I mean, yeah, the, the movement, the, yeah, yeah. The the um the one brilliant move, uh, the Nevers ball into Nunes. 
I mean, that Spurs were clueless. And, he, and his movement was so quick. And it was it, brilliant. It, it was an immediate um, pass side that there was no there was no structure about it. It was bang bang. Instinctive. Oh, absolutely. And 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 that's what we've lost: the instinct to play the quick ball and the instinct to to get a shot away straight away. We just, we, we 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 are so nervous now about not scoring and making the most of our chances. We're thinking about it, and the moment that you think about it in the Premier League. It's gone. The chances are gone. You know, hundred percent right. Do you think um, that once we get the first goal and the because my 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 feeling is this? I'll be honest, and I've kept it into my thing. I was like, I think we need to get the striker. I want with more than anything, Raul to be Raul like he was, and I think he still could be. You know, you know, he, he saw glimmers yesterday. He's not been fit. He could be, but we we can't rely on Raul. But I personally believe, because I'm always so optimistic, and maybe <laughs> not, you know what I'm like. I personally believe once we get the first win, we're going on a run. We're putting two, three, two, three wins together. That's and results together, and the confidence will come through the team, and the goals will happen. I think we're so close. I think most Wolves fans can see that we're so close to it being just happening and when it does click and the confidence comes i think we can i really think we can go on a run i'm still confident now guys i'm going to say this out loud right now on the channel i said it after three games last year i said wolves have finished top eight and we should have done after that's after three losses and i'm telling you now if we get the striker in wolves will finish top six that's where i'm at if we don't um then I still think we'll be safe. But you you worry about the relegate the R word, don't you, Craig? Yeah, because because um, you know you look at Leeds, you look at Fulham, you look at our side. They can't touch them uh, with a barge pole. Our side is it looks absolutely brilliant, uh, even even with without that elusive um, uh, nine. Um, Raul for me looked. A yard quicker when he came on yesterday than he looked last season. So he's determined, you can see he's determined. Oh, he might, he's, he's got, he has got that summit about him, Raul. I mean, that little run when he knocked it through the legs, muscled past, and he 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 creates a bit of chaos, and that's great. And we want to see more of that. We want to see a fully fit Raul with confidence because he is an instinctive goal scorer, which is what we're missing. Absolutely. But we cannot rely on Raul Jimenez anymore. We cannot. As much as I love him and all the Mexicans love it when Raul scores and stuff like that, and I love Raul Jimenez, we cannot rely on Raul this year. We've got to we've got to go and buy Ramos or someone that can you know to compete with him to take the pressure off him. Can I can I put a, a, a slightly different um, sort of slant on uh, what you've just said. I, I, I think uh, that we can rely on Raul, but when he gets injured, we've got no backup whatsoever. Yep. That's the issue. So, and the other thing, Dave, is is that I think that we've got a a, a, a first eleven that could finish top four if we could score. And so, my, my dad, my dad thinks we're going to win the league. Yeah, my. I know. My, I don't know if you saw that. I think. Well, that might be a bit too far, Dad. But you know. Magic, magic. Um, Dave, what we need to see and what the team, I, I, I think, need to feel, we need to have two or three games where we score more than one goal. 
We need right. we need to have two or three I've games. I've been saying it in the last three, two, two years. Someone is going to get an absolute tanking off us. There's going to be a game. There's there's going to be a game that's coming. I can see it in my mystic teacup. There's going to be a game coming. Someone is getting a tanking off Wolves. I'm telling you, it's going to happen, and I it's agree. going to be like it's going to be like this. Ultra, this alternate universe is going to drop down above us, and everything that we hit is going to go in the back of the net. It's going to happen this year. Oh, I have been saying it for a while, but it's going to happen. So, so um, three games, Dave, where we need to score more than one goal. As soon as we do that, we are on our way. The, we're going to. There's going to be nobody to touch us. Uh, Man City, maybe a Liverpool. Um, I mean, uh, there's been some strange results today. I mean, Chelsea oh. being. Been absolutely battered off the park, and I thought they looked really great really last good. week. They played Tottenham off the park as well, didn't they? Absolutely. So we look, we look great, Dave. So, um, so my glass is not empty. We look great, but when you've got two and a bit seasons where you cannot put the ball in the onion bag, you have to be concerned. I hundred percent. And, and and so my 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 feel is. That something's going to change. Uh, Nunes's movement was amazing. Guedes makes those late runs. He looks great. Uh, Collins and Kilman look to die for. Our keeper looks looks amazing. Um, Johnny's reliable. Um, Ryan needs to learn that his first job is to get goal side of his of his player. Although, yeah. to be fair to him, yesterday Nunes looks great going forward. But he doesn't like running back. Ryan, Ryan had two two one against him on at least ten. He did, uh, well, did, did well. And we have to remember that Ryan Aitnori is nineteen years 19, of age playing in the Premier League. He's absolutely. a young lad, and yes, he makes some mistakes, but he's always so positive. I mean, I stood literally, obviously, in the away end, and I saw the effort that he put in chasing absolutely. back. He's got legs on him. He just. There's just that little thing. It's a bit. It's, it's better than Vinagre to me. Um, but Tomato, I think Tomato could be the well, answer. You know, yeah. as well. I, when he he looks like you know, I think he might start next week. Tomato. Um, Donk, Donk's got desire and he works really hard. But you saw the you saw the class gap, didn't you? When Martino went off and Donk came on, it, it was like it was like chalk and cheese. Um, and we uh, we really we could do with Martino. Ten years ago, Nevers looks looks great, but he just needs for me. He just needs to get that ball away quicker. He, he he's he's one of the issues that just wants that extra touch for me. Um, his vision and whatever. He's, he's, well, if you look at the was it Nevers that did think the ball in for the Nunes header? Yeah, he's got really that big, in. You see, really and really Nevers, he looks every bit a captain. You know, he's talking to the ref. He's he's gene the team yeah. up. He's, yeah. It's 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 a joy to see that he's really absolutely loving taking on that responsibility now. Cody's got, and we ne he needed to step on. He's a born leader. He absolutely loves the club. You can yeah, tell, yeah. and he really wants success. And I just want success for all of them. They they want it. They've just got to put. We've just got to get that jigsaw piece. We've just got to get the goals. It's going to happen. I feel positive. I mean. Your moment of the day yesterday? Oh, that uh, that ball through, through uh, and the uh, fact that it was three inches 
um, either side, and and we'd have scored scored the goal. Can I can I make one last last point, Dave? I'd be really really interested in your views. Neto's performance yesterday, I I personally thought he he was uh, over elaborate, and w- when he did get past his man, his final ball was 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 quite poor. Uh, he he never cleared. Uh, in fact, I think he, he cleared the first man once uh, for the greatest chance. Uh, but but uh, he got past his man three or four times. But his final ball was was just awful. I, I think you can say the same with Pedence as well. Yeah, Pedence has got, you know I love Pedence. I love Neto, but both of both of them, Pedence has had two poor games. But I I'm going to say that he was playing as a false nine. Neto. I didn't have the best of the game. And I think, like what Jack said, I think it was because of the uh, who he was up against that forced him back a lot, and especially in the second half. Um, he, he needs to have a better game. They both need to have a better game. I think Guedes, I thought he, he's got something. He's got a shot on him as well, Guedes has. Yeah, he, he, okay, we, he, he, we, he, we didn't score, but he, he, can, he can hit the ball. He's got a shot. The goals are going to come. Let's fingers crossed. Uh, you man of the match? Um, the back two, Dave, both of them. Uh, no, no, you have to pick one. Yeah. Oh, you come on. Um, no, 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 it's not men of the okay, match. All right, okay, okay. Um, uh, Collins for me. I thought he, I, I thought he was, he was superb. He, uh, and that one error against a world class striker, I'll forgive him for that. My favourite ice cream. Anyone, anyone, mate? I thought he was magnet. Apart from that one moment, which was the key moment, I thought he was. He was. He had him in his pocket pretty much the whole game, and he's going to be fantastic signing for us. Your performance rating? Um, Eight for the first half, four and a half for the second half. Uh, So six and a half overall, because we can't score. Six point five. Yeah. And um, your favourite flavour of ice cream? Yeah, it is. B and J's fish food. I love what? Ben and Jerry's fish food. You never had it. Oh, it's amazing. It, it, it's fish got, food ice cream. Yeah, no, Are you got, joking me? No, 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 I'm not. It's got it's got chocolate fish inside the ice cream. So the, the, the fish are about that big. And you and you get your spoon in and you pull the ice cream out, but with a chocolate fish in. See? That's wow, why that's I'm, I'm so slim and lithe, Dave. And how's the brass band going, mate? Yeah, yeah, really well. We're we're um we're we're rehearsing uh, really hard now. Uh, we've we've just done a CD over, over a weekend of uh, of original music, and um, we are now uh, rehearsing for the nationals on the seventeenth of September down at Cheltenham Racecourse. Okay. So, well, mate, stay on at the end, you and Josh, because I've got there's something might be coming up. We might need a little bit of help on the old brass side okay, uh, with my band. Um, so I need Josh to stay on and you. Uh, it's, I'm not guaranteed happening, but it, it might be short notice and it's something right, quite big. So um, I'll uh, I'll <laughs> have a chat to you and Josh quickly at the end. Uh, mate, absolutely brilliant to have you Thank on. You. I, love, uh, I love how you always say how it is in the right way. <laughs> and um, if you want to get Craig on again, guys, smash a like. What, how many likes have we got on the, on the actual video now? Come on. Um, how many likes have we got? Someone tell me. How many likes we've got? Because we've had over 100 watching the whole time. We must have over 100 likes on the video. Someone will tell me in a minute. So, yeah, thank you. Uh, we've got, listen, oh, 50, 50 likes. There's 141. Come on, guys, smash that like button. Let YouTube know you want Craig back. Um, 
Stuart says, well done, Craig. Yes, um, take care, Craig. Yes, oh, Come on. Um, strawberry, white strawberry lost yesterday. The tractor boys. Okay, I don't know what that is. Okay. I must have missed the conversation. Chris says it's scandalous. We've only got 50 likes, and it is. And, you know, if you're brand new or if you're watching and you want to comment, all you have to do to be in the comment section is subscribe for one minute and you'll be able to join in uh, the conversation. Uh, Neil White also says, well done to you, mate. Thank you so much. Cheers, Neil. Uh, Chris always Chris says, I don't always agree with uh, Craig, but he always makes his point well, which is what it's all about, isn't it, mate? Absolutely, Chris. Fantastic. All right. Cheers, Craig. Speak to you in a bit. Cheers, buddy. Take care. So that's Craig with his points. Again, I just want to say a big thank you to Wolf Life for powering the show. Much appreciated. Uh, enter the competition to win the Wolf shirt. The Wolf Life link is in the description below. If you're brand new, make sure you subscribe, hit the bell notifications, and you'll be able to take part in the show. And you can also follow Always Wolves on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm on Instagram, Dazzling Dave. And I'm also on Twitter, Dazzling Dave. And if you want to see dancing videos, which I won't be doing, but I am on TikTok as well. <laughs> uh, fantastic. So last but not least, we have a duo. We have Scott and Young. Who we got with you, Scott? This is Caden. We have Young Caden. Now, the reason that we've got Caden today is because Scott is... Um, He's basically waiting in the wings to take over from Bruno Large if he ever leaves. Um, there's a scouting team down at Bushbury Hill, and uh, you would be—you saw the first half. You, you didn't see all of the second half, but Caden watched the whole game. Yeah, so me and Caden uh, watched it on Sky the first half, and then I had to shoot off to go and play a football match. But this one stayed and watched the whole game. Fantastic. And Caden, uh, welcome to the channel. Great to have you on Always Walls Fan TV. Is it your debut? Yeah. It's your debut. Um, we're gonna. This is a young lad. And how old are you, Caden? 11. So you're 11. So you probably talk a lot more sense than your dad. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, we're going to go to you first, Caden. What did you think of the game yesterday? I thought it was brilliant. We had a couple of chances in the first half. But second half, I thought Tottenham did more and well played. And But the first half, it was good. We just couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. Like, so many times we had loads of chances with that new signing. Um, what was his name? Nunes. Yeah, Nunes. And the other new signing. Uh, Guerreros. Is he right? Guerreros? Yeah. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, so we had really a lot of chances. Fantastic. And did you enjoy, so you enjoyed watching the game? You're excited about watching the Wolves play yesterday, Caden? Yeah, but hopefully we can get a win next time because we need one. We need to score some goals, don't we, young man? Yeah. And do you play football yourself, Caden? Yeah. Oh, right. What position? Strike out or sentiment. There we have the answer. Caden, we need you. You'd play up front for Wolves, wouldn't you? Definitely. <laughs> you, Rick, you, you think you could finish some of them chances, mate? Yeah. 
Yeah, I could put the uh, ball into the back of the net. He's actually, he's actually known in Coven for only scoring Nevers-type goals. So He's known for scoring Nevers-type goals, so you can yeah. hit from distance as well. Yeah, I'll hit from the halfway line and score. Really? Yeah. It, it... So you've, got, you've got a shot on you then? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. So you reckon, like, if you'd have been out there at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium yesterday, you'd have finished a couple of those? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I love it, mate. He's he's a great young lad, man. I know he lo- he loves fantasy world. He really does. Nah, it's fantastic. So, Scott, your thoughts? Um, I thought the first half was really, you know, good to watch. We I thought we played really well. We were dominating for large par- parts of that game. Tottenham didn't look like they were going to get in at all. And when they did, I think Collins, Kilman at the back ran it fine. Saar as well was clearing up. But then when I went home, I mean, went to the game and then found out that we lost, it was a bit of a shock. But then I got told after, and I've seen a bit of the highlights, you know, Tottenham did play better in the second half and it was typical Harry Kane fashion, um, scoring on the end of a flick on, basically. Yeah, it was a it was a flick on, mate. I mean, you've obviously got the first three games of the season, and um, how are you feeling about the season as a whole? Early doors. It reminds me, kind of. I think it might have been last season where we didn't start off well, but then we hit the ground running a little bit. Um, I just like I don't think there's any panic stations at the minute. We are playing some decent football. We are trying to play a new system. Um, some big names, you know, like Cody have gone. Um, we've got bigger names coming in. It's, it's going to take a while before we hit the ground. Don't forget we've got Raul coming back from injury, Traore coming back from injury. Um, what's good to see is we've got Neto starting from the off, um, playing. And then that Collins, I was 50-50 about because I wasn't sure about him and I didn't really know much about him from Burnley. I know like they rate him really highly, but he has done well for all since he started with us. Uh, Kilman's showing proper leadership qualities as well and this new system I think it could work and it could get us goals it could get us up that table again but we've just got to be patient with it Bruno's you know probably my my only pet peeve is probably we should have got the signings in a lot sooner so we could have had them in pre-season but I get you know with business and stuff like that it's not always a possibility but what we have to do now is understand that be patient with it and once these new signings get their feet wet so to speak you know they're going to hit the ground running and the team's just going to take off like you said, like you said as well, Dave. This midfield could potentially be the midfield in the Portugal national team. That's how good they are. So it's it's one of them where we've got to have faith in Bruno and what he has planned. You've got to keep the faith. I don't think the fans are um, turning on Bruno at this point. Um, I think they were frustrated with the, uh, as I said earlier, with the Scott and Jeff because they weren't backing him. I think. Um, now they're feeling a little bit more positive about the fact that we've got in signings in. I think they're feeling positive. Uh, there's lots of positive that you can take out of every one of the games that we've played, and especially the first half against Tottenham. Um, but the the big concern, like you say, is and it's going to cost us if we don't start if we don't start scoring. It is the the bit which wins your games, and that's scoring goals and. You know, that's something that is a concern and a worry, but not a, like not panicking at the moment. Because if we weren't creating any chances or having any shots 
and we were getting we were just not doing anything you'd then really 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 worry the fact that we're you know we're having shots that we're trying to play progressive football that we're getting up the pitch uh, maybe we're not moving the ball as quick as we should we, we can do and it's not coming off quite at the moment we're not getting that little bit of luck but the, if you keep doing those things and you keep improving on the little little margins and we do get that um, roll back playing and we do get another striker in I personally think it'll click into place and we'll, the goals will start to flow I feel more positive about that this year than last year because obviously um, we didn't really have any I mean Raul was not on it and then we were playing five at the back I think the four definitely makes us more um, attacking definitely I think I think as well, like everybody, everybody in that everybody in that team at the minute is used to a certain system, and it's going to take a while to adjust to a new system. Now, some of them who've come in, um, like well, Collins came in early, didn't he? And he went with them to preseason. But the rest of the lads are around them as well. We'll went on preseason, learnt this. It's only the new signings. And also, we had players out injured as well, of course. Yeah, and you've got. These new players are the only ones that have got to learn this new system. But with the fact that we had a pre-season learning it, and we didn't do too bad in pre-season. No. So, for, for me, I do think all it is is just a little bit of patience with it. And these, these look like, you know, results will change into wins. And when they do, I do think we're going to get into another top table finish. And I do think we'll be challenging for the Europa League area places again. I, I, I think so too, mate. I mean, I, I'm i going to lay my stall out now and I'm going to say that we're going to finish top six based off um, as getting the striker in and getting Raul fit and getting another striker, I think so. The, the way I look at it at the moment, yeah, we've, we've not won. We've not won in 10 yet from last season. That's not great. But there's definite positive signs. We've had injuries. You've got the likes of Tomato, Raul, Matinho, Wang, all coming back from injury. Um, obviously, I've, I've gutted about Chiquino because I think he could add something. Um, we'll come on to Triori in a minute. I want to ask you, I'm going to ask you uh, about that and ask the people about that on Triori. But then you also think that we've bought in Guedes and uh, Nunes. And as long as we keep hold of Neto and, and we keep hold of... Um, Neves, I think this team's more than capable of finishing top six and well, easily. With, with Neves, he was one of them where he said the reason why he can't pause in the beginning is he believed in the project. Your, uh, no. your sound's gone. Is it gone? It went for a second. It went very quiet. You hear me now? No, you're very quiet. Oh, weird. That, that's better. Just <laughs> lean forward a bit. That's it. <laughs> No, um, what I was going to say was Nevers, when he first joined us, believed in the project, and yeah. in order to, in my opinion, in order to keep Nevers at walls, you need to show that you're still trying to build towards our project. And you look at the signs we brought in. Nevers sees that he's also got captaincy now. The next stage, realistically for me, is he does sign a new contract. I think Neves will sign a new contract. I think yeah. the new contract will consist with a buyout clause if there's a Champions League club that comes in for him. Um, and I think it'll be a high amount. 
But I also think that Neves wanted wants reassurance that Wolves have got the ambition because if they ain't got the ambition, they don't want to. The likes of Neves don't want to be sitting playing in a team that's playing for nothing. They want to win things. Mm-hmm. Matinho has signed another year contract. He's never not. He's never failed to win something with every club that he's been at, whether that be the League Cup or the FA Cup. Why can't Wolves have a go at the league and the FA Cup? I mean. We well, always go out thing. in the League Cup in, a, in the, the first, the second or third round every damn, every year. We can go a long way in that. Bruno, when he first joined, if you remember when he was talking about the Cup, he said he's going to play strongest team because he wants to win the Cup. Yeah. And that's why, like, I think I think it was, was, wasn't it? Like the first round, you could see just straight away from the first, first game in that Cup how strong that team was. And you knew that this guy was taking it serious. And then well, I, I think I think he'll go fairly strong on Tuesday yeah, because he will, I reckon I think they you know they want to start. I mean, Preston haven't conceded a goal, so they've obviously got a decent defence. But like building confidence you. in front of goal is by playing and scoring goals. I guarantee you, Roll will start, Triori will start. Um, the, obviously the keeper will change. So I think but. I think Kilman will still play. I think Collins will still play. It'll be, you know, like I probably think, like Samedo hasn't. Did he start against Tottenham Samedo? No, but I think he will start Samedo. Yeah, definitely. I think he'll start at least. Uh, he'll, he might start Nunes again, and I think one Conor Ronan or Kundal will come in. Dendonker will probably play. Yeah. Um, Wang will probably start. You know. And I think we've, we've got, got options, we've got op- we've got a lot of options that we can bring in. Uh, I, I think it'll be a reasonable choice, and I have to say, fair play to Wolves as well because the pricing is fantastic that they've put out for the uh, for the cup games. So I hope they have a good good crowd there as well. I don't know if you're going. Um, I'm not going to Preston. I went to Leeds and I was sat yeah. in the Billy Wright in Leeds. Yeah, the pricing's really really good. I mean, it's yeah. like twelve pound, nine pound, and stuff like that, which is great. So they'll hopefully you know, have a decent a decent thing. You know, we've got to, they, they need to, I think they'll go reasonably strong because they want to try and win the game score, and hopefully score a few goals. And if you do that, and also it's a good opportunity to get the likes of Samedo fitness, get Roll some fitness, get Wang some fitness, you know, players like that that can get some, get some um, minutes in them. Because we've still got, I mean, we're not playing, when is it we play, um, is it Newcastle on the Sunday? We don't play Newcastle to the Sunday. So we have got like, you know, five days. Um, so I think you'll see, I think you'll see that happen. Uh, do you have a man of the match for yesterday, Caden? Um I think Neves did really well. You're going with Neves. And overall, because I've got to ask you, because you saw the whole game the whole game, your performance of the uh you you your sorry, your performance rating. Of ten, I'll say seven. A nice seven. And your moment of the day? Um probably was when Nevers did that free kick. Because that if that went in, that would have been great. Fantastic. And Scott, how's Bushbury going? Uh, yeah, last night we had our presentation night, many a drink shared. Did you award um, yourself manager of the year? <laughs> no, God no, um, no. But we we made it bigger than what we did last year. Last year 
we were in a place where we couldn't even use the toilets because the roof had caved in. Ah, not good. Not good at all. So, but we were in the Claridon for this one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, beautiful there. Uh, good atmosphere. Um, more numbers than we had last time. More trophies and stuff to give out than last time. Because obviously we had a lot to celebrate for the season just gone. Like we went to Spain for a tournament. Uh, we've done a lot of charity work as well, and obviously we had our two league seasons. And we've just co- we're coming there to the end of our pre-season for the new season, so we're looking forward to it now. Are you having another new kit this year? No, no, we're keeping the um, the one that we used last season. We're having a new kit next season. It's going to be lost your sound again there. Sorry, it's going to be um, we're keeping the same kit as last season. Yeah, um, but the next season when we come back. Next season, it's going to be that's going to be our kit. Fantastic! And uh, your favourite ice cream? Ooh. For me, it's just chocolate. I just love any double chocolate, chocolate, anything. Anything chocolate. chocolate. What about you, Caden? Chocolate. Well, I'm going to reveal my favourite because I do like my mint choc chip, but I've discovered recently salted caramel. Is that what it's called? That's nice. That is salted caramel. Have you tried it? No. If you like chocolate, you'll like salted caramel. It's absolutely beautiful. It's like a toffee flavour. It's it's nice. So I'm going to go with a, a salted caramel. Uh, guys, thank you so much for coming on the channel. Thanks to Wolf Life uh, for, for powering it again today. Hopefully we'll catch up soon, mate, at some point. That would be nice. And uh, thanks to everyone in the chat that's contributed tonight. It's another 90-minute show, so you, you get your... You get, your, you get your value for money. So thanks for sticking with us. If you've enjoyed it, smash a like. If you're new, subscribe. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, please leave us a rating. We're much appreciated. And until the next one, from myself and everyone that's taken part tonight, that's Josh, Jack, Craig, Scott and Caden. And we're sorry that uh, Vicky couldn't get on uh, to talk about the Billy Wright story, but you can get your tickets. It's on the 20th of October. Uh, 7.30 uh, you can get it from the Prince of Wales Theatre, I've got our tickets to go to that, hopefully get an interview with uh, Vicky on the night as well and um, you know, look out for uh, some more competitions on the uh, the Always Wolves socials and of course make sure that you check out the Always Wolves YouTube channel and of course alwayswolves.co.uk Thanks everyone What What's that? Oh, I thought it was a rabbit Oh, it looked like a rabbit because he's got his face back to us. It's, uh, I wonder what it was then. I thought you got him with his floppy turn, ears. You can turn around. What's your dog's name? Uh, Toby. Toby. Anyway, from uh, from all of us and Toby the dog, always wolves. Always wolves. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi. 
This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.